Episode number 426. And what we see is a lot of companies, big and small, are really going back to the basics yes. of, you know, who are we and, and what is our proposition? What does that mean? And, and how does that really interact with the actual target audience? And that's the key. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hop, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your brand different. The fact that you can track your brand using AI uh, and, and obviously the measurement. The, the, we're living in a future that, you know, your marketing is not just, hey, uh, you know, the, the olden days when I first was getting into it. We now can track everything, and that's personally why I love the new world we live in, uh, especially with AI, because they can help us and assist us with some of these hard tasks that we're going to get into. But I'm bringing you our featured guest today, Miss Angelie Mullins. Angelie, are you ready to bring uh, be real today? Of course. She's bringing that fuego, folks. And uh, Miss Angelie has a ton of experience um, coming from working from w- global brands all over the world. Uh, and we're going to get into that. We were talking about just uh, where she's at now in uh, Berlin, Germany, but working with high growth startups and large scale companies and now working as the CMO, CGO of Lantana, which is an AI powered brand, uh, working with some of the biggest brands in the world here, looking at your website. Uh, but it's all about building that brand loyalty and talk to me about first, before we get into the business. Were you always into marketing? Were you always into um, like being creative, advertising, doing things, creating campaigns, even as a kid? You know, I actually started out in sales. Okay. I started out in sales for finance companies. And I mean, if everyone kind of dials it back to the time of GFC, I was working for Lehman Brothers gotcha. at the time and gotcha. you know, saw everything crash. Wow. Um, it was doing, yeah, wow. more kind of straight old school sales. But then, you know, in the sales community, I kept having so much questions about marketing and how people are positioning things. And somebody's like, well, why don't you just take a look? And I was like, oh, maybe I should. And right. that's how I made that transition. But it's really important for marketing leaders to, and frankly, digital. And maybe there'll be another point of our conversation, but really marketing leaders are now turning into the new revenue leaders. So it's Absolutely. important for people to have a well-rounded perspective of what's going on with each individual function because it's an integrated system. And marketing now, especially with social and digital in so many ways that the communi- uh, customers communicate with you. Back in the day when we first were like do- starting the social media agency, it was you know we were just promoting kind of a one-way message. And then obviously you started to get the comments back and people were coming back to you, you could comment back. And then the whole DM thing happened where people then could direct message you about their customer concerns, uh, uh, positive or negative. They could buy a... vehicle in the DMs. No one saw this. This is private information. Uh, That's what people were doing. They start the start of this one on one communication with the brand that could happen if done well, whether you're a a large uh, brand, very hard to do. Taco Bell or some of the biggest social media, very hard to break it down and have micro communications. If you do, congratulations to you. A lot of them have looked to AI and chat bots and things like that over the years. Not the same as a human, not the same. Um, good, but not exactly the same. 
But that's where the start was. It was just this one-on-one communication. I remember this one transaction where this gentleman was asking about a Mercedes and we ended up finding him the car and it was all in the DM. It was private. No one saw it. It wasn't social media out there for the world. It was this one-on-one personal communication that could happen. Kind of like them having access to your email address. You know what I mean? Like if you're a celebrity and they have access to your, your DMs and you can respond to them, it's the same kind of idea. And I'm sure since then, many, many business transactions and opportunities and podcast shows and interviews and many things have happened privately. No one saw it. The public didn't see it. But it was between the brand, the human, or brand to brand. You know, this brand working with that brand, kind of doing some partnerships, influencer marketing, um, so many things. But today, um, you know, it's just important to kind of track not only where your influence is, but maybe where the negatives are about you and and helping that too. We always look at that too, you know, try to get to the right audience too is something you guys uh, are looking at as well uh, is our, is our brand resonating with the right people. So talk about Lantana if I said the right name correctly and kind of how you guys are helping brands and, and, and what you guys do. Of course. So, uh, you know, at Latana, we are a B2B SaaS company. We focus on brand performance, brand insights, brand analytics, and, you know, the story of marketing, like you were saying, it used to be a direct, you know, to consumer marketplace um, you know, very siloed, very unique. Right. Now what's happened over the years is not only do you have AI, but you have the age of personalization. Mm. So mass communication to a personalized audience. So you have all these algorithms going on and every marketing or digital leader knows there are tons of tools out there. There's a tool for almost everything. Too many tools. <laughs> I'm just joking. We love the tools. We love the tools, but right. it's, it's hard. It's hard to know what tool to choose? You're right. I mean, there's a lot exactly. of opportunities. So what's happened now is that's led to a state of what we call data paralysis. Mm. So if you're a digital leader, you have all these tools and you're looking at the data in front of you and you're thinking, okay, well, which ones do I listen to and what really makes sense? What we've lost over the years is the context behind the information. We have all these KPIs, but the KPIs don't mean anything anymore. And so that's where that new kind of era of this data paralysis is coming about. Mm. In the arena of marketing specifically, we have a lot of things for demand gen, paid marketing, and you know, SEO, social. Right. But there's still this thing called brand. And frankly, brand is the original thing. Oh yeah. But for whatever reason, it's been this last era of marketing, this last arena that really hasn't been quantified, that hasn't been measured or scaled. So imagine the United States, if you do a Super Bowl campaign, do something brand-wise, how do you know right. what that really added? They added value to that. Let's say- Outside of, the, outside I, of the, the, the the raw number, like you're saying, like, oh, it reached 1 million, 10 million people, let's just say. But you don't know how that impacted friends told friends. Uh, you know, they now are loyal forever. You can't really track, or it's hard to track um, what what that impact really was. Exactly. And what you see in this era of, I would say, performance marketing and what we call data-driven marketing is everybody has a KPI. But then what happens is, especially with scale-ups, they'll do performance marketing to get up to speed, to get their revenue growth going. But then what happens is they hit a wall. And they hit a wall of what I call the hungry paid marketing monster. Right. Yeah. You just pay, pay, pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can't get past it. And there's only so much you can reduce your CAC or your CPLs, et cetera. And so then what happens is they actually start to do what I call the real work in marketing, which is the positioning, the value propositioning, frankly, the product market fit. And they start to say, 
does our product actually match the market? Is our positioning actually work? What is the perception that consumers have of our brand Mm. and who we are, our identity and our essence? And I would say about 80% of these companies figure out through brand performance that they don't have it right. They have it absolutely wrong. And so then that's when they start to do what is the fundamentals of what should have been done at the beginning. So we'd work with a lot of brands who they launch into different markets and they're said, oh yeah, we know who our target audience is. We know exactly what they're looking for. We know exactly what they associate our brand with. And then we said, okay, let's, let's test it out. Yeah. We get a population of their target audience. We ask them all the relevant questions. We come back and we say, sorry, actually they don't think they they don't. Yeah. So, wow. So, so you're able to use AI to essentially test a, a client's brand uh, within an audience to see two if it's things. actually actually resonating with them. Yeah. So two things. The first way that we do it is actually mobile optimized surveys. Got you. So in this day and age, what do most people have? A mobile device. Right. And everybody has gone on YouTube or shopping or video games, whichever you know platforms or apps that they use. And so we serve up non-incentivized surveys. Got and you. so people are taking these surveys and what the AI and the machine learning does behind the scenes is it takes out, you know, any anomalies, it takes out bots, it takes out people who are, you know, obviously professional survey takers. And then we can really go in on your niche audience. The example I always like to use, real example from the United States, pet food company said, we want every, for this example, female, this age group that has a Chihuahua, New York City. Wow. So wow. we're able to go in, wow. get that information and really say, okay, you know, do they know your brand um, down the brand funnel? What's the preference? What's the consideration? What are the associations? Do you know your? Does your audience think that you're progressive, cool, funny? All of these things make a difference in your go-to-market, in your positioning, the types of campaigns you're running, and when you think about the accumulation of all that, that is millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars or euros, whichever currency you're in. Right, and also it's also about the efficiency, like you said, because. Many of these businesses are literally, you know, uh, whether you're on a digital self-serving platform, running Facebook ads, any of the obviously popular places you could run digital ads, we get into that many times. They're going to take your money. They ain't going to exactly tell you how efficient this is going to be if bots are clicking this, if, uh, you know, who uh, you're targeting the wrong person. So going into that, even before you do big paid pushes, it's only going to help all your elements of your campaign, even from the beginning. Whether you're even just getting started in the in the, uh, a, a, a branding process on a new product or a launch of, of a huge big product, or you're pushing out you know heavy dollars in paid ads, you know these kind of information t- tactics should help create a much better transition uh, into your ad ad campaigns if you know what the people that you're talking to really care about. Um, exactly. it, it, you know, you can't talk to them like they know your brand if they have no idea who you are. We're, uh, you know, welcome to T Hub's uh, Waffle House. I've never heard of T Hub's Waffle. I have no idea who this guy is. Denny's. Okay, I know Denny's. It's a brand. It's a, you know, they put a lot more investment in that first step. So for me to get to them, what do we got to do? You know what I mean? And obviously, you're able to figure that out. And obviously, you're also working with huge brands that still need to stay at number one. Now more yeah. than ever, it's harder to stay at that top level. You know, tons of brands innovating and pivoting on spaces and uh, to stay as a top business, it's, it's a hard thing to do. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, we started with Latano working with small to mid-sized brands to help them grow, the obvious reasons. But then we also started to transition towards larger brands because right. what larger brands found is large brands usually have what we call umbrella brands. So think of like a Procter & Gamble. They have tons oh, yeah. of umbrella brands. And a lot of people will buy particular products and not even realize that it's a different totally. brand. Totally. So it's the same kind of thing. Or wow. if you take a very well-known company like an Amazon, they have all kinds of sub-brands, Amazon Fresh, Amazon Prime Video, Amazon Mom, et cetera. Right. And so how are these different things positioned? It's super important. So we have companies of all sizes coming to us asking for how do we launch in a different market? They're going to do a rebrand. How should we position ourselves? You know, what is the what is the view of our target audience in certain locations? Mm -hmm. Another thing that we actually see coming up, Travis, is a lot of these city campaigns. So think if you are a mobility company, e-bikes, e-scooters, something like this, where let's say you're launching in New York City, it's going to be completely different than the way you're launching, you know, London, Paris, Berlin, right. Stockholm. So right. we have a lot of companies doing this type of different perception, uh, perception um, you know, brand performance. And so that's where our tool comes in. It seems like all brands at some point, the more that they can break it down to that geographic micro campaign whether it's on broadcast tv talking to your local audience market with your mcdonald's here and your local celebrities or whatever it is the better it resonates uh it's harder to do uh that's why obviously it's amazing with ai and so many different tools that you can do to kind of use some of these faster ways to personalize things but what an incredible thing to have at our fingertips for brands i also could see a lot of advertising agencies because we have a lot of advertising agencies yeah. and owners listening to this as well i think that they definitely i always say it's a it's a uh marketing is a what have it what have you done for me lately world and uh you know these are the kind of tools that you're ahead of your competitors say hey, we're using latana to you know break down your brand's performance we're making our uh you know kind of executive decisions based on this results and uh and, and it, those are the things that not only secure new business but also can uh you know keep the clients that you still have as, as an agency because at the agency level there's a lot of turnover sometimes you know between agency to agency uh within brands within brands yeah. And a lot of times agencies will have a portfolio of different brands and they want to be able to maintain the portfolio. And like you said, they need something new to offer. Yeah. But the work that we do at Latana, it is time intensive work. It has yeah. a lot in the scenes. So this is something that a lot of agencies aren't able to offer. Right. Which of course, it's added value for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just makes sense. Partner up, let the teams do the work. I mean, you don't need to even worry about making that much money on the service. It's just providing that service to them uh, with with limited capacity because the agency model as of 2009 has changed a lot. I mean, I started in my business to 2009, saw these huge agencies and then watched them morph to, hey, you can work wherever you want. Give you a mobile phone, give you a computer, work where the hell you want. We've, our offices are smaller now, but you can work from wherever. Um, and, and they're obviously still surviving and, and happy and, uh, and trying to figure out ways to continue to offer services. But so that these are the kind of things um, that more and more agencies are, are looking to do because just the capacity limitations uh, uh, of the agency, it doesn't make sense to bring all these things in house. It just doesn't make sense. Or in most cases, you're not going to be able to beat the world uh, top leader at this service. So why would you want to do that? Why not just... Offer the brand loyalty. Hey, we work. We we're specifically with Antana. They are, you know, back in. They're the best at the at what they do. It just adds more credibility to your agency instead of trying to pretend like you do it all. You know, um, a lot of agencies try to pretend like they do it all, and I think there's a lot of value to having some proprietor, you know, stuff that's you, you know the secret to the sauce. But 
I think there's also a lot of uh, great things. Hey, we work with Lantana. We work with Sprout Social. We work with, you know, because why not? It just builds more recommendation to who you are. Um, as an agency, uh, being that you're using the top level services, then trying to pretend like you, they're all yours, white labeling them and doing things like that, you know. Um, I'm, not saying that's, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that either, but but uh, I think that, that either one, you know, kind of works for different agencies. Every agency does seem to be different. Every brand's different. Every... I'm sure every you know uh, company you work for is different. Um, that is what makes us all unique. Uh, but I just love that we have these kind of tools for brands that are able to you know use um, and, and I, I think honestly avoid a lot of wasteful spending and having more efficient and effective campaigns to deliver if you are going to go to paid or just just even anything you do with your own resources of your team to have the information ahead of time versus trying to think you know it, try to pretend like you know it. It's not just about paid marketing, although I emphasize that because a lot of companies use that because it's the low hanging fruit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Directly calculate your perceived ROI. 100%. When companies hit that wall, they figure that they haven't done the fundamentals. And so that could be anything from SEO to content to positioning to value identity, et cetera. And so this is where Latana comes in. And what we see is a lot of companies, big and small, are really going back to the basics of, you know, who are we and and what is our proposition? What does that mean? And and how does that uh, really interact with the actual target audience? And that's the key. A lot of professionals, and this isn't just marketing, this is sales, go to market, anything, even product they sit in their own virtual offices nowadays and they think up together of what would be awesome. Yeah. They don't put the customer in that equation. So they're thinking it up in a cave, so to speak, and they put it out there and they're hoping and praying that Something's it will fish it for, fish it for some. And, and but, but, but most importantly, the biggest thing is you're not realizing maybe there's no fish in the pond. <laughs> maybe the fish have gone to a, somewhere else. Maybe they morph. They don't even like what you're fishing. You know, I mean, that is the truth. Um, and I always think the biggest thing now is that businesses are spending so much money and paid as, like you said, it's a low hanging fruit, easy to do, you know, get on some Google ads, get on some retargeting, get on. But the thing is before you even do that, the, they forget all those kind of, um, the, 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 like you said, the hidden gem is that we have who you want to target right here. But you got to spend a little effort and energy either on your own or you got to spend a cup of Latana to do this for you uh, because otherwise it's not going to happen. And you're going to be, you know, not even knowing who you really are targeting and what they really care. You're kind of like you said, just, hey, hey, I think this is a great idea. Let's let's uh, let's run this campaign. And and sometimes that works, too. You know, I mean, let's just be real marketing. They, you know, 50 percent works. 50 percent doesn't work. They always said that little funny statement. But truthfully. If you have that data up front, let's just be real. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. More efficient. More efficient. What will happen is you will scale faster over time and you won't have these big cascades. So the ups and downs in the graph, you're not going to see that. You're going to be able to scale faster over time. But what's happened in the last five years is a lot of companies, this, you know, super fast hyper growth. And everybody's looking at these quarter over quarter numbers and every quarter has to be better than the last. Yeah. 30% over uh, 30% growth over growth month. You know, it's like, Oh my God, how fast are you going to grow? So it just creates these short term strategies. And what we're seeing now is the downfall of the short term strategies. As you know, in 2023, everybody's focusing on the almighty profitability, you know, kind of numbers they want, you know, more stable growth. So this is, 
where our service really comes to play. And what we find is better targeting, and I don't just mean the paid marketing sense, but better product market fit, better audience recognition, more efficiency in marketing and brand spend. So that's more longevity and stability in your growth. That's the bottom line. She said it. She spoke She spoke the words, folks. You got to be smart with your dollars right now, whether you're a small business, big business, whatever. You'll be out of business if you don't got that money flowing. And uh, especially considering someone isn't always remember Mark Cuban, someone's in a garage trying to take your business from you, from all of our businesses, whether that's chat GBT and some kid using chat GBT or whatever. Uh, you always just have to be, you know, kind of lean and mean. And I think now, like you said, now more than ever, 2023, everyone's thinking that way. Most businesses, you're seeing the headcounts go down. You're seeing the efficiency and that leads right into the marketing spend. That leads right into everything, your own team's resources. So make sure you're getting powered up with Lantana. And now we're about to get you into our top 10 with our top 10. Are you ready, Miss Angeli? Absolutely. Here we go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix, Instagram or Facebook? Ooh, neither, TikTok. TikTok to the moon, chicken or steak? Chicken. Chicken, laptop or smartphone? Smartphone. Smartphone, Spotify or Pandora? Ooh. No. That depends on the vibe usually, but. Depends on the vibe, yeah. <laughs> depends on the vibe. Let's go. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies, reading books or listening to books? Ooh, reading books. Old reading school. books. Get the physical, folks. Mark those books up. Take a pen and just. And I always like about a book is that you can give it to somebody. I know it sounds corny, cheesy. It's a gift, though, too. Let's just be real. Like my sports card trading business, I can enjoy it, but then I could give it. I could give someone a trading card, a Pokemon. or premium product. Anything that's written in physical now is completely considered premium. It's vintage. So. It's already vintage, folks. The second it got printed, it was vintage already. Uh, uh, stocks or real estate, if you're thinking about investing? Oh, land. Get the land. Get the land, folks. And then for vacation, oceans or lakes? Oceans. Go to an ocean. What ocean would you go to right now if you didn't have to work and we're, you're out on the ocean? Oh, which ocean? Gosh. The whole world. You've been in a lot of places. So the I whole world is at your... would love to do a tour of Antarctica. Ooh, so, that would be a different ocean. A cold ocean. But cold very, ocean very, very... Um, like not very many people have seen that in their lives, you know? So that would be a very cool one. Not, not many people maybe ever get to experience that. So that'd be a really cool one. Um, just get, get nice and warm and you're good folks. Uh, they got the like ice breaking boats and I've seen a few videos on it. It's pretty cool. Um, when you're waking up in your morning, you're getting pumped, energized, ready for your day. Why do you love being you? Ooh, Tons of new experiences. I've always been a person that takes the road less traveled. Nice. So for me, it's about go. constantly overcoming, you know, what if this, what if that, and just getting those new experiences. A lot of people just tend to live in their same bubble and the same track. But for myself, it's always about, okay, what's next? That's Who cool. can I meet next? And it's kind of that reality that you haven't experienced yet. So it's very exciting, I would say. Yeah, the truth is the uh, we all go back to the, like the like uh, what we know and what we're comfortable with, um, and that's always like I always say about starting a podcast. Like when I did ten years ago, never thought it'd be kind of where it is today. It's still maybe nowhere near like where Joe Rogan's at or nothing like that. But we're happy where, where we're at, and, and it's just a fun little mix, and it keeps me on my toes. Like you said, that 
new people you get to meet, new uh, uh, mindset provocative to to your mind, but also to the listeners and let them listen to that. And it's just for fun. It's fun, too, at the end of the day. If you don't take life a little bit fun, you know, um, that's a piece of it. And that's what you're saying. Like, you know, the road less traveled is, you know, maybe the fun road sometimes because that's the safer road. The fun road is like doing something you've never done before, you know. Um, and I think that's unique. And, and uh, not many people can can say they do that every day. So live a little bit, folks. Uh, do you think you'll ever retire? Do you think you'll ever retire from marketing? Do you think you'll ever retire from business and, and hang up the hang up the hat? I'm not sure if people retire so much nowadays as they kind of change their vocation or their interests. So right. I've seen people do business, you know, for decades and then they're like, okay, I'm going to do something completely different. So yeah, that's true. Nowadays, and people are living so much longer now. That's that, true. Yeah. You if know, you ended at like 60, you might be like 50 more years of retirement or something. <laughs> You're like we got a hundred more years, folks. Uh, what the hell? People might be retiring like at a hundred eventually. Um, I think you're right. I mean, it just changes what you want to do. And I think even those that have tons of success and retire early, they don't know that that's really, you know, the greatest thing. So every everyone likes to do different things, but I'm I'm always curious on that question because I think it's true. It's a it's a, it's kind of evolved. It's kind of evolved now because you can do so many different things whether it's you could be a business coach or you could be a speaker or you could be a podcaster or you could and you could do these things as in retirement and you could still be Hustling and working and having fun and uh, and living your life too, traveling and doing all those things because of obviously the digital age we live in too. It hasn't slowed you down from getting to live a little bit too. So that is cool. Uh, and it probably could only get cooler here in uh, the next coming years. Do you have a routine on how you start your day? Actually, I don't. And I know this kind of goes against, you know, what a lot of people say. Some people are routine people for myself because I like experiencing new things. I'm not. Also, because in my career, I handle so many different things. Right. It's impossible, yeah. you know, to have a routine. Um, yeah, for me, I, I like the spontaneity. I like the creativity. I, you know, like things that are a little bit more mystery. So for yes. me, it's nice to wake up and be like, okay, what's going to happen right. versus I have my schedule. Cause for me, that would be a little bit too boring. So yeah. some people are too crazy, but I wake up and five seconds later, I do this and five seconds later. And Hey, like I said, everyone's got their own thing, you know, that makes them go. But I think there's a piece to just the unknown and also having some structure. I need to know what times I got some things at, but then not be too crazy about it um, to enjoy just life and just enjoy a, a beautiful day. Cause I had to, Five seconds later, I got to do this. And five seconds later, I got to do that. And planning every five seconds. I, I'm listening to a book about that, actually, about planning every microsecond. So it's fascinating on a big, on a major scale, how those five seconds could change your life if used correctly. But also, it's kind of crazy to think you're going to plan every five seconds, especially as a father, a papa, entrepreneur. It's just these kids, they, they're crazy. Um, do you have a favorite app or a tool outside of Latana that you use to uh, just throughout your day? I do. So everyone who knows me knows this about me. I love the app Calm. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It's the competitor. Oh, it's a great app. Space. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing app. Every single thing about it, not only the meditations, but like they have sleep time stories. They have, you know, diary and journal, uh, journal diaries. It's just great to take a moment to reflect. Right. So for me, I love it. I also love the UI of that app. And coming from a background where I'm passionate about brands and of course, you know, with Latana and, and brand perception, the way that they've built their brand and their identity is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Where I look at Headspace, also another great company, but when you think about the concept of relaxing, they put this bright orange yeah. 
up there. And when you, there's actually a science and a psychology behind colors yeah. and what that does. And I'm like, not relaxing. relaxing not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, I really love how calm has positioned themselves, all the celebrities. So, it, you know, people that are fascinated with celebrity voices, um, you know, the David Attenborough, you know, right. that kind of thing, the Morgan right. Freeman, um, you know, you can hear them reading you a story. Not so bad. Yep. That I think the guy that created that was like the guy that was sold that like million dollar pixel website. Have you ever heard of that? He sold the like each pixel for like 10 bucks or something like that. And then like it was like a million dollars. All of them had like little advertiser space. And then he was now the founder of Calm and let's go. He's in the he's in the driver's seat, an incredible tool for meditation. That was my ver- very first uh, app that I used meditation on. So, like you said, it gets those people that haven't really got into that, making it a calm experience. And you can also find their videos on YouTube if you guys want to check it out too. Um, they have a lot of great content on YouTube where they repurpose a lot of that stuff too. If you're just wanting that time and and don't have the app open or just wanted some peaceful stuff. Um, a couple last questions for you. If you could sit down for a chicken dinner with anyone in the world, who do you want to uh, sit down with today? Oh my goodness. Uh, Helen Mirren. Nice. Let's go. Yes. An amazing actress from what I've seen, but also she didn't actually really start the height of her career till she was 40 plus. Wow. And so, you know, we see a lot of the celebrities and actors and actresses, you know, they're young, you see them grow up and all that. Right. Right. I'm fascinated with people who start their careers later in life and make it a huge success. So I'd really love to sit down to her, the wealth of information. And she also makes aging look graceful. Yeah, she does. There's a lot of pressure these days for that. So um, I would love to pick her brain with all kinds of questions. That is true. And they always say that Warren Buff accumulated the most amount of his wealth after 50. So uh, people think of Warren Buffett as like this guru and uh, don't realize that, you know, uh, one to 50 wasn't the same as 50 to 90. Um, so don't forget about 50 to 90 folks. Uh, uh, you know, as we are living longer and also, like I said, like, you know, that's, what's keeping his legacy would be completely different. If he had just given up at 50, he wouldn't be Warren Buffett. Let's just be real. So, and the same with the, the actress here, if she just gave up at 40, uh, they, they don't want me. They only want 20 year olds. Not the same. So don't give up on the dream. Uh, where's your favorite place to hang out? You said TikTok, but you're also on LinkedIn as well. So we can uh, send people there I think, on the LinkedIn as well. And then do you, do you do TikTok in case anyone's interested in TikTok on you? I don't have, which is mostly, mostly just TikTok. looking. Got you. Search. Yeah. There you go. They have the best content on there. It's incredible. Uh, but talk about the business and brand too. Can we send people there? Uh, where's the best place for people to find them about them as well? So yeah, we can so put that in the Latana, show notes. Just go to latana.com. Got you. So we have under the resources section, we have a plethora of resources, guides, reports, webinars, podcasts, of course, Let's go. Um, you know, all kinds of different things, everything from starting your brand to rebranding, to building a new brand, to how to change, to all kinds of micro, you know, channels and segmentation. Yeah. Huge resource. Go check out the resources. I always say that's like the hidden spot for most businesses. They put tons of great content in there. Not paid. A lot of times it's just free and um, take advantage of that before you even start with a paid service because at least get you get prepared for it, you know, and then get some ideas, um, maybe how to use the product, how, how other businesses are using the product, etc. Angela, I appreciate your soul and energy uh, for taking the road less traveled in life for always exploring this incredible world. You have gone all over the world. You're out in Berlin, Germany, as we're speaking, um, but that you're you're doing it. At, at grace you're doing it incredibly 
And like I said, this is the future we live in today. So learning about these businesses and brands, learning how to use them. Uh, I just commend you so much. So thank you folks for listening today. You've been hanging out with Miss Angeli um, Mullins and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again so much for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today we're all going through a lot right now and real-time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at, uh, little to no costs for most of the businesses and, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life. Right. But most importantly is that I think this is the time folks that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.